Welcome to Punches and Punchlines, where we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor. And now, your hosts, Fritz and Franco. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again this episode. We had kind of a light boxing weekend this past weekend. We had the only the one card from Top Rank going on over there in London, and uh, we're ready to break it down for you. It was light on boxing, but we still have a special treat for everybody uh, this week, don't we, Franco? Yes, yes, we do. And, uh, you know, I, I think boxing blew their load on the previous weekend with just having way too much boxing all in one night. So it was kind of nice to just have one one card to to be able to just sit down watch all their video packages and and just kind of relax versus switching between 15 different streaming apps and whatnot but we definitely have a nice big treat so joining the show today we have a friend of the show a friend of ours in in our personal lives lenny schmidt is joining the show today how's it going lenny hey i'm good man can you say uh blow their load on this show can you say that <laughs> I think just we just did. My, either either way, requirements. Okay, I want to make sure I'm, <laughs> I'm within the parameters, the legal aspects of this show. Yeah, Franco's the only uh, editor on this one, so if you could sneak it past him, you could you could sneak it past everybody. Okay, else. I got to catch him sleeping then. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was told at Zany's that Fritz works clean, but I don't work at Zany's, so we go very blue on this. <laughs> That's end. why you guys are a perfect yin and a yang. I like yeah. it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So let's go on ahead and get into these fights and do a deep dive on our first one. Joe Joyce, 37 years old, coming in at 15 and 0, versus Jalei Zhang, 39 years old, coming in at 24, 1 and 1. Now, Franco and Lenny, this fight did not go how I expected it to. No. Right? It didn't serve my rooting interest or my betting interest. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 now I, we're getting to the real story of why it hurt. Okay. <laughs> I did bet a six round knockout, um, but I had it going the other way. So, oh. so that, that ticket hurt to watch just melt away <laughs> from what I watched in this fight. Zhang did exactly what every other fighter could have done to Joe Joyce. Like I've watched other Joe Joyce fights and he leaves his head there on the line. Bouncers were getting into it. This is the first Southpaw that I seen a fight. Dude, that, that left just kept landing right on the right eye it was like target practice and joyce didn't seem concerned to do anything about it well i think this was when i picked up watching it if you notice in the first two rounds he brought that left in as a roundhouse it came in from the outside like a bunch of times like big a roundhouse yeah left. for the second round he did it over and over again and the third he brought it in tight and brought it straight ahead like a jab i think mm-hmm. after that point jones was lost he had no idea if it was coming in or out and then once the first couple of times he hit that jab inside the damage was started on that eye and they just kept popping it and I don't think yeah. Jones had any clue how to even defend it at that point. Yeah, exactly. Joyce, Joyce's eye was just swelling up. You know, looked like a horror movie prop. At, at, by the time they called it, <laughs> you know, I was like, this can't go on any further, right? Like, you don't want to blind yeah. this guy. Uh, Dude, I can think about how bad that hurts getting hit over and over and over again. <laughs> that eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've stubbed my toe and then I can't even breathe on it. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, you get over and over jab to the eye. Pah, pah, pah. Yeah. I went to the ER when my daughter poked me in the eye. So, uh, <laughs> and that eye was completely healthy when she poked it. Uh, right. it. It wasn't already hurt. And then she kept poking it. That, so 
yeah, the the pain had to be unreal. Uh. And they've said about Joe Joyce in the past that his chin is fantastic. Like he can take a punch. It didn't look like at any point he was going to go down. I mean, he was hurt at at one point in that second round. And that's the first time I've really seen him hurt where I was like, oh, this is a different side of Joe Joyce that I've seen before. Who Joyce, that's when he got scuffled up a little bit. He was still looked like he was going to fall. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he survived that. But then just the damage to that eye was too much. Yeah, I think, uh, you know what? Oh, go ahead, Franco. No, Franco, it's your show. No, go, go. I'll shut up. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> so I thought that this was two different fighters from what we usually see, especially with Zhang. So we've seen both of these guys a bunch of times, and I wasn't really that excited for the main event for this fight. It was going to be something to watch because it's two big dudes beating the hell out of each other, and that's fun no matter where you are. We could be at Brubaker's down the street and that's still <laughs> going to be fun but two big guys going at it that's usually a good time but i wasn't looking forward to it because Zhang is usually slow and boring and with joe joyce i only like him because he's an art major and i'm an art teacher so it was like oh he's, he's one of my own of course i'm gonna like him he didn't wear any cool artist shorts or gear that i could tell this time around but he did that's his where the boxer lost you was the art yeah. shorts. <laughs> Yeah, totally. He's very picky, that Franco. That and his dorky ring walk. He came out to his own song that he hired some SoundCloud rapper to do. Oh, that's great. The only thing I could think of is he probably saw one of those like Instagram advertisements for Valentine's Day gifts where they'll make a song for your wife or girlfriend. And he's like, no, big man, I'm going to have him do a song about me. And then and then that's what we got. So that was kind of dorky. He lost me completely. At but least he didn't have Yohan Makata's song. Like, that would have been bad. Like, Yohan Makata re- released his own song just so he could walk up to it and, yeah. uh, you know, release the video. So at least he didn't come out to Yohan Makata's song. <laughs> hey, at least Yohan Makata had a video. <laughs> but so, so he comes out, and he did his usual thing. But Zhang was a completely different dude from who we've seen in the past. Like, he came out blazing from the beginning and we've seen him run out of gas we've seen him start super slow he came out of the gates just ready to go and was launching that left it was like it was payback for the daniel dubois fight where joyce joyce ended up swelling his eyes shut from just a million jabs and beat him slowly and methodically until they stopped it and then the same thing happened here just in reverse i thought it was a way more exciting fight than what i was expecting it to be looked to okay. me like he was really well he was really well coached he stuck to a plan yeah like i mentioned he came out with that roundhouse early because every he did get winded like three or four times you could tell but when he did he locked up tight and was and just took the punches and it didn't affect him and then just reloaded and it kept coming it's like it was like he was rehearsed i mean it really looked like he stayed to a plan and then once he got in on that eye he just kept popping it that is absolutely true because he was come out with the perfect plan and just stuck to it. When Joyce was able to, to land a shot or two, he didn't get frazzled or, you know, get scared. He just stuck to it. And to kind of paint a picture of what Franco was talking about for, for Zhang in it, some of his fights, he had 24 wins coming into it. All right. And I think at least a third of those is he bored his opponent to death. You know, like that's how boring that he could have been in some of these fights. Like eight of these wins were definitely by putting the other dude to sleep. Not knocking him out, just making him snore. The well, like, not right, out in a different it. way. <laughs> exactly. This was uh, definitely a fun fight. Not the way I thought it was going to go. 
No. And, you know, the odds on favorite was Joe Joyce coming in undefeated and just walking through dudes and not really being tested because nobody's been able to hurt that granite chin, but his eyes are not made of granite and... Yeah. Uh, Zhang made the the smart thing. Maybe it's he went to like he sparred bears maybe to get into this because isn't that like one of their only weak spots? Like oh, hit him in the eye. That's their hit only the weak eye? spot. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't fought a bear lately, so I'm not familiar with their weak points. <laughs> well, you're out at sea now. Maybe maybe yeah. you'll have the chance. There's not many bears out here. It's shark. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think that's how you fight a shark. Is you're supposed to yeah. punch it. I know in you the, punch uh, a shark in the jaw and he'll just come keep coming at you. I know yeah. that. <laughs> I thought once you went into international waters, there was, you know, like you could fight a monkey, you could fight a bear. You can. There's no rules out here, but there's no rules <laughs> exactly. for them either. Remember that. There's no rules for them either. <laughs> now, I I will say this. If Zhang always fought like this, he would be must-see TV. So after the fight, he was calling out Tyson Fury saying, let's do the fight in China and just make crazy stupid money off of this thing. And I mean, I could see that making a lot of money, but maybe pick the next guy down from the top guy. Like you're still, or you were like a B level player. Let's go for B plus, or even if you're the B plus, maybe an A minus. I can't see him beating Deontay Wilder. Wilder doesn't have any belts, but that seems like the next order in the succession. Like even if maybe Mike that's Tyson, why he didn't call him out. He's like, I can't beat that dude. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> But do we also do we really want to see like two chubby out of shape, really good fighters going at Come it? On, I mean, that's like old school 70s boxing. Yeah. Like, you know, with Holmes and uh, Foreman. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Guys with beer bellies just going at it. <laughs> that's a brew bakers. That's a brew baker. Fight <laughs> right yeah. There. yeah. Proudly presents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, chicken wings half off. Let's go. <laughs> It was, a, it was a blast of a fight. I liked it. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. The thing I was kicking myself the most about, he was minus 1,100. Like, even throwing a couple of bucks on that, I would have been dancing plus, around the... Plus or, 1,100. Yeah, yeah, plus 1,100. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I, I would have been doing a, a jig on my coffee table in the back room. It would have been so much better. You know, I don't think I would have put money on, on John just based off of what we had seen in the past. So I'm excited moving forward to see if he can keep up this level of interest. You know, like he just came out as a completely different dude. He was training in New York this time around. I don't know if he trained in New York before. Maybe that's what did it. He he got into the Puerto Rican neighborhood, got a little bit of that Pico in his nose, and now he's just <laughs> go, go, go. So you know, maybe that was the secret here. But whatever it was, he needs to do it again because now I really am excited that there's another heavyweight dude that i'm looking forward to watching must have been like old school rocky four training was that the one when he went off into the forest and trained yeah. with tires and chains and, yeah. and yeah, bears. In, i'm gonna change everything <laughs> he's in the wilderness of russia that's you know yeah yeah so yeah this was a fun fight lenny where can the people come find you on the uh the social media on the social media, I run my very own uh, podcast, Total Schmidt Show. That uh, air, it's every Tuesday at six PM Pacific on my YouTube channel, which is Lenny Schmidt Comedy Network or at Mister Lenny Schmidt. And it's also a podcast on all platforms. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube. I believe uh, Fritz will be on that show in a couple of weeks uh, when the two of us are are appearing in Las Vegas for the first week of May. Ooh, yeah, first week in Las Vegas, you can come watch me and Lenny tell jokes at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club, May first through the seventh. Come say hello. Let us know that you were the one that listened to this episode, 
and yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll be very impressed. So I'm the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when you see Fritz, you'll realize that he has a top about top of a top of his head. This is, this, <laughs> this is you on Zoom. You're the best. Yeah, it's, I love. It's great, man. Yeah, there was dynamite. Yeah, and there was a great fight. There was a lot of. I just got bullied into fixing my camera. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Thanks, uh, Lenny, for joining us. For anybody that hasn't checked out Lenny's comedy before, please do it. He's uh, a very funny comic, good friend of mine. And yeah, uh, go to LennySchmidt.com. Everything's at LennySchmidt.com. Yeah, this has been a treat to have you on. I know we talked about doing it for a while, and I'm glad that it uh, came together. Uh, YouTube came and saved the day, so you could watch uh, Joe Joyce. Dude, now that I know that I can do this thing. in the ocean, sometimes we'll do it again. We'll do it a couple I, more times. This is great. I would love it. So okay, cool. Brother. Yeah, thanks for joining us, brother. If it's okay with Franco, it. if it's okay with Franco. Yeah. <laughs> no, anytime. Yeah, no, we we love Lenny on this show. Very funny dude. Anybody who hasn't checked him out, definitely, definitely, you want to check out his stuff. Uh, LennySchmidt.com. Make sure that you uh, check it out. You can see where he's going to be performing, whether it's in international waters, in Vegas, the haha hole in Nebraska or something. He's all over the place. So Lenny's everywhere. He's a man. We've been trying to get the in. The, yeah, we've been trying to get in there. Uh, they, they was, Tough to get in the haha hole, boys. <laughs> it is. It is. You gotta you know someone to grease you in. If you <laughs> they tell us all the time that you can't play boxing, and we prove them wrong every episode, Franco, with our segment called Playing Boxing. There wasn't a ton to cover on the undercard, but there was a big fight that I enjoyed the shit out of in that undercard. It was Michaela Mayer coming off of her first career loss versus uh, Sweet Bottom. What was her name? Uh, Sweet Molasses. Uh, Ooh, Lucy Wildheart? Wildheart. Wildheart. <laughs> Sweet Molasses? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the ballpark. It's like a uh, Canadian stripper name or something. Well, I, so is Sweet Bottom. Or what was her? Yeah. What's her Wild name? Heart. Wild Heart. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of Lisa's uh, made up Barbie? Was Lisa Wildheart? Oh, was uh, it? <laughs> I could be wrong. No, that was Lisa Lionheart. So anyway, it was fun. Michaela Mayer looked good at 135. You know, this was her first fight at 135 after taking her first loss to uh, Alicia Baumgartner. Wildheart, I don't know if you caught this during the thing, but Wildheart had only 24 hours notice Yeah, uh, to get this fight. Even without that information, I was impressed with her performance. Yeah. You know, like, I thought that she, she wasn't winning a lot of the rounds, but she was hanging in there and looked like she belonged. Now, they were saying that she has taken fights everywhere from 130 to 140 and is just always ready and always in the gym and it paid off for her here because the world got to see a really skilled boxer and i was thinking about this while while the fight was going on like if hamadouche could come up to 135 i would love to see uh wild heart versus hamadouche like that would be a super fun fight but enough on the loser. I mean, she took second place in this fight <laughs> and for a reason because Michaela Mayer really was just persistent throughout this fight. She yeah. was working the jab and her hook throughout this fight. She was did never at any point uh, abandoned the body. Her body attack was fantastic. Yeah, the only criticism that I have of Michaela Mayer for this one was her head movement. It was non-existent. She would kind of put it off to one side and then like lock in almost like, you know, when you turn your head too fast and right. you get like a crick in your neck and you can't look to the right and you can only turn it to the left. It was like that. Like she had her head to one side and then just locked it in. She couldn't move it against a better fighter. I think that that would be a huge issue. And well, I'm not sparring with Joe Joyce. I think that's why yeah. she did. She's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't move my head. Joe said that that's bad. 
Yeah, these are the rules. I don't make them up. We just got to keep our head in one spot. No, I mean, that that really was what was going on. And Wildheart, to her credit, first of all, that 24 hours thing, I was in shock by that because I was like, well, she's going to get her ass beat. There's no right. way that she's prepared for this. And even, you know, for Michaela Mayer, there's that unknown factor, you know, like when a pitcher first comes up from the minors. Absolutely. And guys haven't seen them. So, you know, there's a little bit there for both fighters. So that could be a wash. But Wildheart was so good and was throwing out so many punches and hanging in there with Michaela Mayer, who's a world-class fighter. So for her to go the distance was a win for her. She was 10-1 and one coming into this. She looked good. She was moving. She was... Uh, at no point did I think that she was going to go down, but also at no point did I think, oh, she's going to land one big powerful shot because her stuff didn't have a lot of stink on it either, but she was right. getting points. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It, it still counted and and she was landing cleanly. It just wasn't knockout power, but it was a good fight. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think one of my favorite things, like I, I laughed way harder than I needed to before the fight, she's doing her ring walk and they played her into the Game of Thrones theme song which maybe that was the whole wild heart you know there she's like oh i sound like a character on game of thrones right. so, she, so she's walking out to the game of thrones uh theme song they show michaela mayer backstage waiting to do her ring walk and she turns to somebody standing next to her but you see her mouth is she walking out to game of thrones and then it's kind of like that's cool and you could see her kind of geeking out over it which just made it more fun the yeah. fact the fact that the fighters are listening to each other's theme walks and then a ring walks and then like judging them. I, I thought that I was like, see, I'm not the only asshole that pays attention. To this. <laughs> the fighters themselves are commenting on it, which made it more fun. But yeah, Mayer ended up winning the fight unanimous decision. I thought, you know, obviously that was the right call. But before that fight, there were two small fights and there there's really not much to get into with them other than I don't know if you noticed, but Mark Kriegel. One of the guys doing the uh, play-by-play announcing right. was was he drunk? Because he was saying some crazy stuff during this entire thing. And at first, I was laughing, but then I was like, "Man, you're really shitting on some of these people." Like for uh, Karthik Kumar against Sam Noakes, both guys were ten and zero. Kumar had never fought outside of India, which I don't know that he should have even been in this fight. Yeah, the- I don't know if he fought outside of his backyard. Like, yeah. <laughs> He did not look like a skilled boxer, but he's got 10 more wins than I do. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. completely mocking him, but uh, Noakes surely could mock him because he beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And Kriegel was just so hard on him. Like he was like, what is this? What am I even watching right now? I'm like, okay, I can say this on my podcast and at home, but you're not supposed to say this stuff during the broadcast. See, now I absolutely enjoyed it. I, uh, <laughs> I even wrote down, I was like, I will Kriegel and Tim Bradley arguing is still yeah. way better than Tessa Torrin Ward. Oh, know? for sure. Um, I still enjoyed that broadcast. And is it Bernardo Ozuna that was with him as well? I believe so. I enjoyed those three. They give me those three every time and I'll be happy. It was definitely entertaining. Yeah, it was good. Um, I enjoyed him more on ring commentator than I did on some of his dramatic pause featurettes that go in between the fights. But even yeah. those aren't aren't terrible, but I enjoyed him in the moment. Like it was bottom line, I enjoyed him and Bradley. 
there should be some back and forth. You don't have to agree on everything. Yeah, and it was it was a it was a fun pairing. So I hope they do that again. I hope Tessator and Ward never do another uh, card. <laughs> um, but that's just me. The next fight on this was Moses uh, Atioma versus Costatia. Uh, I'm not even going to try that one. Constantine, but, maybe. Yeah, but it's written Con- really weird. Constantine. Uh, right, <laughs> you got that right, Constantine. Uh, where they set this fight up because Dubchenko has never been knocked down, has never been knocked out, uh, has always gone the distance, and I think they wanted to to test their fighter. And Dubchenko got to leave this going, "Yep, I've still never been knocked down, I've still yeah. never been knocked out." But Moses left with, a, I think, a broken hand. They definitely said that his hand was hurt after the fight. It'll probably be a little bit before we see him go for his uh, 4-0 mark. But these two fights led up to Michaela Mayer versus Wildheart or Sweet Molasses or whatever her last name was again. <laughs> and it was it was a fun card. You know, the top two fights were great. The first two were we're fine. You know, it was not like an appetizer. It was like some dinner rolls that they brought out while you're waiting for the main dish, you know, but they're not great dinner rolls. They didn't come out hot with, you know, good honey butter or anything. They just came out with those pads of butter that when you, you put it on there, it like rips the bread, but it's still <laughs> butter and bread. So it's still good, but just not awesome. Nothing you're going to brag about on your Yelp review of the restaurant. See, I, you're giving it more credit than I did on those first two. I would have said... <laughs> I thought you were going to say when uh, when you go to one of those like shitty steakhouses that give you the peanuts that you can throw the shells on the floor. <laughs> These were just the shells. Yeah, because they weren't even was... the peanuts. No, no. Yeah, just the shells. <laughs> lick, lick the salt off of that thing. That's your meal. No, it was my, my only issue was there was only four fights. That first one didn't even make it out of the second round. So it was like a three and a half hour broadcast. And the majority, the vast majority of it was just video packages, either about Joe Joyce or about Michaela Mayer or about Shakur Stevenson or about whoever that they could, you know, I think they were like digging in the back. Like, do we have any more VHS tapes? Throw it in, throw it in, because they were just trying to buy time for a big chunk of it. And they were good video packages, but I kept thinking I missed something. Like I'd run to the bathroom and come back. I'm like, holy shit, there hasn't been a fight on for like 45 minutes. What is going on right now? You know, maybe there were fights and they just weren't showing those to us. Like maybe, maybe you know, they were illegal things. They had like a, a bear fighting Zhang or Zhang. You know, like that's how yeah. he was practicing earlier. I, I don't know what was going on, but there was huge gaps and it would have been nice if they would have filled it in with some more fights. You know, why not? But otherwise, the fights, you know, the overall package, it worked for me. It was better than some of the other ones that we've seen in the past. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool. And now this weekend coming up, we really only have the one card going on this weekend, too. And that's uh, Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Davis. And I'm looking forward to that fight. I've already placed my bet on that one. Ooh, who do you got? Or do we have to uh, wait? We, I decided beforehand that I thought it was kind of a, a real even fight that I was just going to pick whoever the underdog was. Okay. And it was Ryan Garcia at two to one odds. So I took the two to one odds. Will I be shocked if Davis wins? No, not at all. But would you be shocked at all if Ryan Garcia wins this fight? No. Yeah, no, it's it's a good fight. So that's you know why what, I though? just decided before I even logged on to the casino. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take whoever is the underdog. Yeah, and here's here's my issue. I, I agree a million percent. It is going to be a close fight. It is a fight I'm looking forward to. It's an exciting fight. 
I still don't like either dude. So I think I might throw my money on a draw. Fuck both of them. I hope that they <laughs> both, hope that they both get that one at the as the third number on their records. Cause I just I can't get behind either guy. And I do like to bet on somebody that I like. Usually the majority of the time, you know, I, I bet with my heart, which is why my uh, I always have to keep making more deposits into the uh, into the old betting app. But yeah, I don't I'm looking forward to it, but I am definitely not going to be cheering for either one of these two. Yeah, there, there's a little appetizer during the day from uh, Wales. Rachmanov versus Cordina on that same card. Sandy Ryan is going for the WBO welterweight title. Oh, uh, Sky Nicholson is on that card. So. We'll have some boxing to cover during the day as well. So I'll try to get in enough family time on Friday because uh, it doesn't <laughs> look like I'm going to see him much on Saturday. Yeah, before I forget, I want to thank uh, Lenny again for joining us uh, on this episode. It's it's fun to have someone who's generally a friend join us on the episode. Just a funny dude as well. I want to thank everybody for subscribing thanks for listening i want to thank franco for all the editing work he does you know i just come on here and babble he takes all that work on afterwards you know thank you to franco and uh thank you to everybody for listening tune into the next episode and uh you know if you're subscribed you'll get the episode every time they come out and that's what we appreciate if you don't got anything else franco i'm throwing in the towel thank you for listening to punches and punchlines make sure to like subscribe and follow and we'll see you next week when we break down the best in boxing with a sense of humor.